after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about commercials. We talk about good ones and bad ones. And ones where people say weird shit like this. I'm 85 years old in a job where I have to wear a giant hot dog suit. Sounds like a dream come true to me. My name's Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today on the show, we have some commercials, commercials in the news, news, news. How's my echo? Great? Not great. Or better than great? (laughs) Good? Great or greatest? All right. Uh, In commercials in the news, we um, have some sad news. Uh, uh, The man behind two of my favorite commercial icons died last week. I had never even heard his name before, but now he's gone, and we're going to tell you about him and his life's work. Turns out he was kind of a big deal in some quarters. Um, Also, I have a very special... Jingle-related surprise for you. And when I say you, I mean the listener, and I mean my co-host. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I wasn't even allowed to look at the show sheet today. Yeah, I came across something that I want to share with you, and at a certain point, it just became easier for me to say, Veeves, don't even open the show sheet today. I don't even want you... Think of yourself as my guest. (laughs) Think of yourself as under my control. Right. How how is this feeling to you? Well, it, it saved me a lot of work. Yeah, well, that's so true. It's a trade-off. Anyway, and um, did you want... We did get an actual piece of mail. We now, we're did gonna get a piece of mail. We're going to check in with the ad council, of course. But um, we got a real piece of mail in the mail. Should we start with the mail? Yeah, might as well open it up. It's addressed actually to After These Messages Productions. Is that true? Or uh, After These Messages Pod. After These Messages Pod, right. Now, I know what's in there. I'm not going to feign surprise. Yeah, I know. Who, we know who it's from. It's from our... Uh, Chief Marketing Director, right? Officer, I want to say. Chief Marketing Officer. Taylor Burney. A nice padded envelope. Out there in the nation's beltway, as I like to say. (laughs) The nation's beltway, exactly. (laughs) And it is. All right. Oh, so it is, as we suspected, uh, a hard copy of Adweek. And Taylor got this because she was doing some work for them. Is that right? Yeah, she did a, a as a freelancer, I think, did a, a, some profiles for them. Meet the 24 rising brand stars bringing a new wave of energy to the nation's beltway. Is the headline in Adweek. <laughs> I don't uh, they call it the nation's beltway. Oh, no, it says beltway. Washington, D.C. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, because she was doing work for them, I think she was at some fancy gala. And uh, they were handing out magazines. It says compliments of Adweek. Nice. So on she... there. It also says there's a little sticky on it that says mayhem forever. <laughs> nice. So so she snatched it for us and send it uh, send it in the mail. So thanks for that, Taylor. All right, let's get into some commercials in the news. Commercials in the news. So. The claymation artist behind the California Raisins and the Noid, two of my favorite characters from TV commercials, he died at uh, age 70. His name was Will Vinton, and he apparently was a huge name in, um, you know, claymation. In fact, he's the guy who came up with the term claymation, and I was reading about him. A lot of this comes from our buddy Matt Novak in Paleo Future. When I say our buddy, I mean, Matt doesn't remember me at all, but I used to book him on a radio show all the time when he was still a grad student, and I feel like... um, You are... In some ways, like responsible I'm, for his rise. Exactly. I am his, uh, I'm his media daddy. Uh, anyway, um, so Will Vinton, he actually even 
uh, won an Oscar for this uh, this short animated uh, feature that he made in 1974. He co-directed it. It's called Closed Mondays. And it was funny. I watched the whole thing yesterday. It's about this kind of the, what we used to call a wino, like kind of a bummy guy carrying a bottle of wine, shuffles into an art a small art museum that is closed on Mondays and just kind of wanders around and uh, kind of interacts with the art in various ways until he, spoiler alert, actually becomes a piece of art himself. And it's like so That's rough. the solution to the homelessness crisis. <laughs> yeah, turn them all. Turn them into art. <laughs> oh, don't even, don't even tell the Seattle City Council know, that. Dino will Rossi will love that. try to do that. Um, I believe it's Dino Rossi. <laughs> This is very, very local political humor, <laughs> but uh, there's a politician who keeps on running for Congress, um, and uh, has he ever run for Senate? He's running for Congress now. Uh, uh, Dino Rossi. I think he Rossi. has run for Senate. Yeah, I think he, he tried has. to. Um, and I just want to make like a Flintstones-esque show about him, only he'll be called Dino Rossi, yes. and we'll try to you know, fit a bunch of other local politicians and give them like prehistoric names as well. I'm still working on that. I'm still working on that as a joke and as a concept. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what else can I tell you about Will Vinton? Um, oh, he did a lot of the animation for uh, Return to Oz, which isn't that one of your favorite movies? Isn't that the really scary one? Yes, starring a young uh, Faruka. Ver- what is her name? It's not Veruca Salt. No, it's, it's Veruca, but it does have an all in her last name, right? Um, yes. Um, she played a she was, witch. In she was in the, the craft, craft later, I believe. Uh, Return to Oz. Um, anyway, apparently he was very well respected. I spent a lot of time yesterday watching old documentaries about him. There and was the, a lot of claymation in that movie. Yeah, Veruca Balk. Veruca Balk. That's right. Um, and uh, I learned one thing in looking back on the California. California raisins. The Cali- this he was not responsible for this. This was just a sidebar. The California raisins actually had created a video game for the Nintendo Entertainment System in 1990. It was called the California Raisins: The Grape Escape. It was made by Capcom, and they planned to publish it in 1990, but it was canceled due to the California Raisins' dwindling popularity and because of the decline in raisin sales (laughs) in the late 80s and early 90s. Kids don't like raisins anymore. (laughs) So apparently the California Raisins, both as a concept and as a product, had a shelf life, just like real raisins, I guess. That's right. I guess that was also around the time their their cartoon, their animated series... uh, Oh yeah, flamed out. That was that was rough. That was rough. We we talked about that on an earlier show. And we played a clip from it, and it was not good. No. It was also not even claymation, which is like ninety percent of what was enjoyable about them to begin with. It was just a cartoon. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, it was like that '90s style animation. Right. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Anyway, we are sorry to um, hear about Will Vinton's passing. And actually, no joke, I'm sorry that it took his death for me to actually kind of dive into his life a little bit. It seems um, pretty interesting. And if you want to, check out um, Closed Mondays is the name of the short film he made. Do you think we've? Do you think that the days of uh, stop motion are basically over? I mean, you know, there's always like some little boutique projects here and there. But like, given that what we can do with Computers. CGI, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they're, you're right. There will always be, like, the small little project, like the same people who want to, like, use my old Fisher-Price camera to make a movie on. Right. Or hasn't somebody also made a movie using a rear-view um, camera on a car? Or is that just something that... No, I think you're right. Someone did. Or did we... Or was that just a brilliant idea that we had? No, I think somebody made that. <laughs> it, seems, it seems like something someone would do. I wouldn't say we're not geniuses, though. <laughs> 
Whoa, we're already at Ad Council. Yeah, this is going to be a very heavy Ad Council show. What, didn't you look at the show sheet? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> no, everything is going to make sense. It's a little bit of a weird show today, by the way, because we are recording several days early. I'm about to go on a trip. Um, so if there's any, uh, you know, breaking <laughs> commercial news right. between Saturday and other Tuesday and you're legends wondering Legends of why advertising we, die between yeah. now and Tuesday. We'll have to talk about it the following week. Um, the other day, Genevieve. So this is uh, the Ad Council where we talk to you guys. Um We've been asking folks to call in to our voicemail line and sing us a jingle, right? A song they remember from their youth or something that's on TV I now. I would say it's probably the will be the lasting mark of this show. Whatever whatever body of work we eventually create here, the the jingle collection is the thing I'm most proud of and I think the thing that is the best. We're just getting started though. We're going to be doing this decades from now. <laughs> <laughs> when commercials are just planted in our brains. No, when we just take a pill to uh, to get commercials. Uh, the number, by the way, if you do want to leave us a jingle, is 607-444-5597. That's 607-444-5597. And the other day we noticed our voicemail line was overflowing Yeah, it just like blew jingles. up almost overnight. And, you know, we always have a... You know, we always have some coming in, but it just seemed like we had so many. We opened up the voicemail box on, on Google and we're amazed. And you thought, Genevieve, maybe there was some sort of coordinated effort. Yeah. Um, from the ad council. I don't council. believe in coincidences. Well, I got this email from Nate who or says... <laughs> well, Nate says, I got a bunch of my favorite ghosts to call in and sing jingles. No, um, Nate says, Genevieve's suspicion was correct. The jingle overlord, <laughs> jingle overlord, I, <laughs> I'm the jingle overlord. The jingle overload in your inbox last week was a coordinated effort. My wife, Shauna, listens to your podcast dutifully every week and for some time has toyed with the idea of singing a jingle for you, but she has never found the right inspiration. So I secretly asked all of our immediate family members to call in with a favorite jingle to surprise slash inspire slash troll Shauna. So all of the jingles you heard uh, were from moms, dads, in-laws, brothers, sisters, brothers-in-law, sisters-in-law, even an aunt from the East Coast weighed in. Oh, that's amazing. Shauna's a couple of weeks behind in catching up to ATM, so she might not get the joke until uh, close to Thanksgiving. But boy, we had a hoot putting our jingles <laughs> together. We hadn't laughed so hard as a family in a long, long time. That makes me so happy. Thank you, ATM, for bringing together uh, families one jingle at a time. That, yes. I love that so much. Nate, Thank that you for is sending the note, Nate. fantastic. But you know what else is fantastic is we haven't even cracked the tip of the iceberg as they say <laughs> yes they do say that as they famously say uh when it comes to the jingles that the family called in with so today i figured we could do and like, we certainly weren't thinking about them as like a body like we weren't right. looking at them in that way we i i thought maybe somebody had put like put out like a a message somehow but i i didn't imagine it was all from one family so i didn't know that there was that connection yeah so um i wanted to uh, kind of go through a bunch of these um that are from you know nate's uh, extended family here i mean assu i'm assuming again like who knows we could have just had other people calling in but i just wanted to kind of burn through a bunch of these and this first one is absolutely adorable maybe my favorite ever this is from louise and ramona hi this is louisa and ramona Calling from Covington. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off of you for that Kit Kat bar. Isn't that great? That is the cutest. 
Um, and as they say, brevity is the and, soul you know, of Ramo- jingle making. Ramona is uh, my secret baby name. I know. I a little girl named Ramona. My favorite name I know. for a little girl. Here, of course, is the original jingle from 1988. We know that one. Uh, that, got- that jingle has held on for a long yeah. time. They really, uh, Kit Kat's done a great job of branding that. And I think, you know, so many people could sing sing that including Rana. Hi, this is Rana Bennett. I'm calling from New York City, New York. And I'm calling to tell you, give me a break, give me a break, give me a break of that Kit Kat bar. Give me a break, give me a break, give me a break of that Kit Kat bar. So that must be the East Coast aunt that was mentioned in Nate's email. Thank you, Aunt Rana. Um, and then how about this one? Hi, this is John Paul from Federal Way, Washington. My baloney has a first name, it's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name, it's M-A-Y-E-R. I'd love to eat it every day, and if you ask me why, I'll say. Because Oscar Royer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Now, I didn't put a link to the original in here, so I think we've played that a lot on We have show. played it a lot, but, but, it. Uh, but very uh, very well delivered. Yeah, Thank you. And Who's actually, that? And you nailed it. I wasn't able to actually catch the name at the beginning. Um, but moving on here, because we do have a lot, a lot here, we have uh, one from a listener, June. Actually, I shouldn't say listener. She is somebody who is a yes. non-listener who is compelled by Nate to call in, I assume. Right. Hi, this is June from King County, and here's my jingle. Snap, crackle, pop, rice, crispies. I'm hungry already just hearing that. <laughs> Can't wait. There's a lot of talent out there. I hope these people stayed listening because we could... Um, well, Nate, if even if they don't listen regularly, I hope you'll share this episode with the, with your fam. But like, don't burn it to a disc and hand it to them. We could use the download. Yeah, like, send please. Them the just link, send them the link, yeah, obviously. Don't, don't bootleg it. Um, I did like that from June, but I had a request. June, if you do happen to hear this, could you call back? I had another version. It's very similar to yours. It's a little bit different, but call back uh, and do this version. What a happy sound. Snap is the happiest sound I've found. You may clap, rap, tap, slap, but snap makes the world go round. Snap, crackle, pop, rice krispies. I say it's crackle, the crispy sound. You gotta have crackle or the clock's not wound. Geese cackle, feathers tickle, belts buckle, beats pickle, but crackle makes the world go round. Snap, crackle, pop, rice krispies. I insist that pops the sound. The best is Mr. Less. Pops around You can't stop hopping When the cereal's popping Pop makes the world go round Snap, crackle, pop, rice krispies Let's go for Kellogg's Rice Krispies Snap, it's crackle What a happy sound You gotta have crackle Or the sound not bound You can't stop hopping When the cereal's popping Snap, crackle, pop, makes the world go round Oh my gosh, this is how old is this commercial? <laughs> I want to say 1950s, maybe 19 early 60s. It's a black 60s. and white cartoon with the three Rice Krispie uh, characters. Snap, crackle, and pop. Snap, crackle, and pop. I don't. I was just trying to think like, are they elves? But then I was like, no, they're not elves. I guess they're just cooks, bakers, maybe. Anyway, uh, they're all wearing like chefs hats. But you know, you recognize them. They have not changed actually that much from from mm-hmm. back in the 50s. It's a black and white cartoon, and they're like playing all the instruments you're hearing but i but i love how their voices are so like just adult voices yeah now they're now i think they're much more cartoony like hey i'm, I'm snap crackle pop like 
they just had them be like singer guys. Like crooners. These crooners, sound like crooners yeah. from the era, sort of. And I love that song. Wouldn't it be amazing if somebody learned how to do that song with all the round, singing in the round like they had yeah. it? Yeah. And just incredible. break it out at like a live jazz show. I mean, I love a good karaoke, uh, you know, like stunt. That's yeah. why I learned to do ninety nine lift balloons. Um, uh, so anyway, June, were you taking notes there? I hope you were jotting down those lyrics <laughs> um, and I, finding two other people who want yeah. to perform, with or you. do all the parts yourself. Six zero seven four 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 five five nine seven. Yeah, no, we have the technology, June. Uh, lean in, as they say. This one. Blew my mind. Sorry, I got things out of order on my sheet here. This is from Christina. I didn't even know this was a thing. Hi, my name is Christina from Puyallup, Washington. Day-oh, one day sale. One day only at the Bon Marche. Do you know about this? No, I knew about Bon Marche, but I have never heard that. And that was amazing. <laughs> and when you type in Bon Marche jingle, this is the first thing that pops up. This Monday only, go to the Bon Marche for big, big savings for back to school and more. Like 30% on girls' and misses' denim jeans, 25% on young men's Shah Safari cotton shirts and junior denim jeans and knit tops, and 20% on Levi's for men denim jeans and dockers. So come on in and save the whole day. One day sale. Monday only at the Bon Marche. So tell me everything you know about the Bon Marche. The Bon Marche is, uh, it was like a Macy's, basically. It was a it was an anchor store at a mall, you know, an anchor department store at a mall. Um, I don't know what the what region it was in, but I've definitely lived in a region. I want to say maybe New England. I, I've definitely lived in a region where it was, for a time, the, uh, the like, main store at the mall. Uh, I don't know if they're even still, if they even still exist. Mm-hmm. They probably got bought by somebody. Um, but... I'm guessing from the mom jeans ro- that are, people are rocking in that commercial yeah. that that was from like the early 90s. That felt very 90s to me. Yeah. Um, I don't think you would necessarily go for like a Caribbean accent <laughs> like in, in song this in this age. day and age. Yeah. yeah, it might feel a little um, appropriative. Um, but that was amazing. I really liked how the people dancing in that were just like tossing a globe around. Yeah, right. What? I mean, it was very like the room and it's yeah. sort of strange, just Let's sort go of toss the globe stage around. business. Let's yeah. go toss the globe around. <laughs> oh, hi, Bon Marche. Oh, hi, Bon Marche. Mom, you won't believe the fun Dad and I had getting your present at Bon Marche. Some kids got gift certificates, but I knew just what to get. They even wrapped it for us, and we mailed Grandma's right there. The decorations are beautiful. We saw a choir singing Christmas carols, and I had my picture taken with you know who. Shopping with da- Satan. By the way, you can't you can't see it because you're this is a podcast. But when she says I had my picture taken with you know who, she's sitting next to a giant demon. Bon Marche is the best. Make it the best. Make it yours. Bon Marche. I just fired that because I saw it sitting there in my uh, YouTube, and I figured I'd give it a shot. I see in the description of that YouTube video that it's Bon Marche in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which makes sense. I mean, you know, a a phrase like Bon Marche does sound very French or, you know, sort of Cajun or whatever. Do we know what that phrase means? Good Marche. Oh. (laughs) I don't know. Sorry, I should have known that. (laughs) The Nino. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I don't know what Bon Marche actually means. Um, But I feel like it got big enough that it was... I never lived in Louisiana. Uh, Maybe it was when I was living in the South that I saw it. But I 
feel like it was maybe in New England. <laughs> According to Google. Uh, it means cheap. Um, well, did you mean Bon Marché? Try that. Bon Marché. Also cheap. Also cheap. I don't. I wonder what it literally means. It seems like cheap is what it means, but what does it like literally translate to? Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, I have another one for you here. Maybe good this deal. This is an interesting one. I think this is from Kelly taking us... Well, I'll keep my commentary for the end. Hi, this is Kelly from Edgewood, Washington. Um, and this advertisement is living proof that sex sells because... Every girl I knew had this when we were growing up. Um, it's Love Baby Soft, and it goes like this. You can try hard, Charlie, or you can try soft, Charlie. Soft will get them every time. You can try hard, or you can try soft. Soft will make his love light shine. Did you know about this? Does this ring any bells for you at no, all? No, this is not familiar to me. Okay. Sex sells, but sexism sells, too. I found this from 1977. This is for a product called Love's Baby Soft, which I assume is a... I don't even know. I guess it's like a skin softener. Emollient. <laughs> just made me sound... So, it softens its skin. Yeah. Um, and it puts the Love's Baby Soft in the basket. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's a bunch of women, or in this case, girls, I think, in high school, like, trying to attract men. But when they're coming off as shrill, the men just walk on by. Yeah. But when they say Charlie in a sweetie way, then they capture their male prey. Take a listen to this. You can try hard, or you can try soft. Soft will get them every time. Love's baby soft, you can play hard. Or you can play soft. That last one, a woman drives up in a car and he's like, no, thank you. And then a girl drives up in a bicycle and he's like, this, okay. Was this filmed in Saudi Arabia? I know, it's what so What the ever-loving F are we looking at? By the way, it's a body mist, it says. Uh, loves a baby song. Loves baby song. Slightly sexy scent from love with love. Slightly sexy. That's all Just you can handle. So slightly sexy. don't do anything. The first. So the 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 a the a. You know, A versus B here is in the first one. She she like grabs a guy so like a high school in a hallway. high school. She gra- He walks by. She grabs him, like throws him back and kisses him. Which that's assault in any language. <laughs> no one should do that. And then she like timidly. Then the then the good girl or the good version timidly taps him on the shoulder, and he immediately turns around and like does that thing where he like kind of puts his arm on the locker behind yeah. her, which hey, is not baby. a move that I like. Mm-hmm. And then there's the car one versus the bicycle one. And then there's this one. This woman is just in the park and a guy is walking by. And she by. just goes like, hey, Harry. 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 And he was not into the shrieking. But no. then another woman who looks like her. I can't tell if it's the same actresses playing like Goofus and Gallant or just similar people. She'll gently say Harry. You can play Harry. Soft will make him toe the line. Wow. 
Soft will make him toe the line. Um, this I, is like what's informing like Republican policy right now. I was now, about to say, so I know. heard the maker of this commercial just got appointed to the Supreme Court oh as we God, record this. this. Um, okay, let's go to, but I love that Kelly sent us that. Yes, thank you for thank calling you. and sending it. Okay, big, a big thank you because that is not something I have stumbled across before. Uh, it's amazing. When I was in, I want to say early high school, uh, maybe late junior high, um, we had to do a project where we had to choose a poem. We didn't have to memorize it, just choose any poem that we wanted and read it in front of the class. And I was a smart ass. And so I chose to read The Bells by Edgar Allan Poe. I believe yeah. it's called The Bells and it's just... It, it, it's you. It's a lot of repeating of the bells, the bells, bells. bells, bells. But yes. like, if you're Someone doing did it that right, at a talent show in my elementary really? school, and it was not a hit. Because if you're doing it right, the bell, you know, your reading of the bells is supposed to be evocative of the sound of yes. bells, and you can read the word bells and many times in a row with different inflection to reflect the tone of that part of the poem. But of course, I was just an idiot kid, and I was like, "Look, this poem just says bells a million times over," and so I went up there and I just read the bells in monotone. And uh, probably didn't get the best grade. I feel like um, uh, Kelly did something similar with this one. Hi, um, my name is Kelly, and I'm calling from Edgewood, Washington. And um, I want to contribute my jingle. Um, it's for it's for Meow Mix Cat Food. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 The bells. <laughs> but she got all the inflections yes, right. Yes, I agree. And as a matter of fact, to a degree that I did not know the second, believe it or not, I didn't know the second half of this song. <laughs> Let's take a listen. Meow, 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 Meow Mix comes in two varieties, original and seafood middles. A medley of mackerel, tuna, and crunchy centers bursting with seafood flavor. Meow Mix. Tastes so good, cats ask for it by name. Meow. Can I just say, I love that tagline. Yeah, I think it's that so is smart. ingenious. Yep. Uh, anyway, good time down memory lane for me there. How about some double mint gum? I'm Emily Linky from Lake Tops, Washington. And my jingle is the double mint gum jingle. Double your pleasure, double your fun. It's the statement of the great mint double mint gum. How did I not know <laughs> that they were saying it's the statement of the great mint in double mint gum? <laughs> well, it's I've not, never it's not noticed a phrase that, that um, has a lot of meaning to it. I mean, it's great. It's a good, but did you know that? No, I didn't. But it's a, and it's a good rhyme. But it's a statement of a great mint. It doesn't make doesn't a lot really of sense. It doesn't mean a lot. It doesn't make a lot I of like sense. I like it as a as a lyric though. Yeah. Double your pleasure, double your fun. That's the statement of the great man in double man gum. Double your sentiments, your merriment, double your moment of fun. Double your delightment with the right man. Double your delightment with the right man. Yeah, they've got a theme. Emily, 
You taught me something today. Yes, and I those commercials with the with the twins are iconic. According to um, this uh, YouTube posting by Spenren, uh, that commercial featured Tia and Tamara Maori of Sister Sister. Oh no, kidding! And uh, later, one of them got in a very public feud with uh, Charlize Theron over Soul Cycle. Fun oh, fact. Really? Oh, yes. that's right. And I think it was Tamara. Theron is the one who looked. Uh, she got Bad, expertly right? trolled. Yeah. What happened? Real quick. What happened was um, one of them. I think it was Tamara, but I'm not 100 percent on that. Uh, so the, in L.A., like it's not that hard to go to like a Soul Cycle class or something and like run into a celebrity, especially if you if you kind of pay attention to like where the chic ones are. Like mm-hmm. I ran into Diane Keaton at one. Like it's not that hard. So tomorrow. So the the unwritten rule there is like you don't hassle the celebrities. You like. Don't overly make eye contact. Don't try to, like, buddy up with them. It's, like, just not done. So Tamara, like, basically said hello to Charlize Theron, didn't get a, a, a hello or a warm hello back, and then basically, like, tweeted out about how she was snubbed. And it turned into this whole thing. So they both kind of look bad in this case? I think they both look bad, but I think that Tamara did a better job of making it out like, what? I was just giving a friendly hello. And then she tried to have me banned from the Soul Cycle. Because Charlize, from what I remember, like dramatically overreacted. Like, I have to be able to go to my Soul Cycle class and not be harassed. Right. Um, I believe it's a human right. It's a human right. Uh, We got this one from Joel. Name is Joel Linky from Bonnie Lake, Washington. To all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and sesame seed bun. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love whoever is in the room with Joel for that. Um, I noticed that uh, the folks who are compelled to call in, who are not regular listeners, they, they like to choose the shorter ones as much as possible. Kind of get. Oh, just it was get Tia Mowry. Sorry, Tamara. Oh, it was Tia who created the yes the problems at Soul Cycle. Uh, let's take a listen to this commercial from 1974. McDonald's Big Mac. It's more than just another hamburger. There are two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and onions on a sesame seed bun. Seven great ingredients working together to make one great taste. Two all-beef patties, special sauce, cheese, lettuce, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Get the idea? Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. It's your McDonald's Big Mac. You've got- oh, look at who that is. Oh, God, he's in all kinds of things. I swear we've played this commercial before we and done this exact thing. Yeah, we have, and that guy is... is um, it's a is famous it the, guy. Is it the guy from WKRP? Maybe it's the big boss from WKRP. Yeah. Was he also in the first Coen Brothers movie, Blood Simple? No, no you're I'm thinking conf- of a different guy. I am, okay. I've tasted to believe it, you know what I mean? Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. His name Two is all beef patties. Gordon Jump. Oh, okay. Let me say a few words about McDonald's Big Mac. It's a, it's it's two all beef patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. Two all. Well, what was that word again? Two all beef patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. Lettuce, cheese, cheese, pickles, onions, lettuce, cheese, pickles. Oh, what am I saying? You deserve a break today. I didn't know You Deserve a Break Today went back that far, that they kind of had two jingles going on at the same time. I guess yeah, one, well, one is more of a logo. One is specifically slogan. for the product. This was really in an era before McDonald's had learned how to photograph its food very well. Yeah. Those burgers look like shit. Yeah, they don't look great. Um, all right, so is any of this convincing Shauna, do you think, to actually call in with a voicemail? I mean, only time will tell, but like, Shauna, we are putting you on blast. Shauna. Friendo, you got to call in. I want to hear something amazing. 
It doesn't have. I don't mean you. I don't need you need you need to be a great singer or anything, but just sing from your heart. And if that all doesn't convince you, how about this? I don't know who your friend Big B is, but I just have a strong feeling that Big B wasn't super psyched about doing this either. But even he did it. Hi, this is Big B from the two five three. I got a little jingle for you. I take that back. He's into this. I don't know. He's got a great I, radio I like how voice. you call him Big B, but I think he referred to himself as, because it's written in here as Big B, like one word, but I think it's Big capital B. Oh, like a nickname. Like, I'm Big B. Oh, I was trying to figure that out because I thought, I was like, wouldn't it be Digby? But it sounded like Big B. Yeah, he's so probably like, like, he's like Brian and he like has a son named Brian. Eh, he's Big B. I'm Big B. Man, yeah. Oh, now I'm picturing him dressed up like a bumblebee and it's delighting <laughs> me. Hi, this is Big B from the 253. I got a little jingle for you. That voice is so good. Stronger than dirt. <laughs> Which we are well aware of what that is all about. Yes, I have the original right here. <laughs> As it appeared at the end of a door song called Touch Me that I had heard my entire life and had no idea they were saying stronger than dirt at the end of it and that they were um, doing it sarcastically after getting into a fight about whether or not their music could be used uh, in commercials. Um, here's an actual Ajax commercial from God. 50s? I don't know. It's the sound old. on this is terrible. Stronger than dirt. In Ray Jackson. Laundry detergent is stronger than dirt. Grimy aprons, greasy t-shirts. Gotta be spotless when you run a diner. That's where Ajax comes in. This apron was one big gravy stain. Now look. When Ajax cleans, it cleans white. So that was delightful. Hey, Shauna, why don't you call us? 607-444-5597. 607-444-5597. Also, Big B from the 253, I need you to become a regular listener and caller because I'm in love with your voice. I love that we already have a name for you, Big B from the 253. And I just think that you need to become a regular character on this show. So you got the number like everybody else. Um, okay, I have one more uh, little thing I wanted to share with you here, also from the mailbag, Veeves. Uh, a couple of people wrote in. Do you remember this fella named David uh, called a couple of weeks ago to sing a Herfie's Burgers jingle? Yes. And we didn't know. As a matter of fact, um, I believe Nate said in his note, everybody who called in on that episode was somebody in on the plan except for this guy, David. He's mm -hmm. not part of the family. And he had called in with uh, this jingle. Something for mother, something for father, something for everyone at Herfie's today. And again, that's Herfie's, Herfie's. Not a social disease. Um, and, uh, I wish you would go back to calling it a social disease. I know, it sounds it's so one of my favorite constructions. Sounds so much nicer, doesn't it? It sounds so much nicer. Just one of my favorite constructions. Uh huh. Um, well, we got uh, notes from several people saying that that jingle is based on Stephen Sondheim's A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Yes, it did sound familiar to me. My my dad, once brought, when, when we were kids, you know, it was like you know, go to the blockbuster, get a movie, right? And that was a big deal because you could only get like one max two, like maybe one the kids would watch and one the parents would watch, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was always like, you know, so it was usually my, sometimes we'd go as a family, but often it was like dad goes out, picks up pizza or 
burgers or whatever and stops at the blockbuster and we all sort of put in our requests but ultimately that's a lot of power for one man <laughs> and your dad who also would go around and like pick up different like uh, I believe he would pick up different fries for you or something. Or- yeah, you can't be mad at him. I mean, this is the guy who would like he would he would go because like we like the McDonald's fries, but the Burger King burgers or whatever. He would like go. He would really kind of put it together in a mm-hmm. way that was great. But my dad is like he has really different taste from the rest of us. To give you an example, um, he thinks that the I, he thinks that I Love Lucy is like the worst show ever made, and mm-hmm. that the best show ever made is the Beverly Hillbillies. Mm. So that's sort of like gives you a sense of where he's coming from mm-hmm. style wise i mean i don't really care for either show but i think, I think that i love ar- lucy has inarguably um yeah. history remembers i love lucy a lot more fondly than mm-hmm. the really to my dad the idea of like these these hillbillies these like appalachian folk in a fish out of water in beverly hills was like mm-hmm. just like there was no funnier concept. Do you know that they thought that a pool was like a pond it was like made a, out of cement? Made out of cement. Did you know? Oh, you knew that. Yes, yeah. I did. And um, they, he just I not- never liked that show growing up. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> I couldn't tell people. Who, who, I didn't like that. I just didn't like it. It had a tone that I never liked. I didn't like Granny. I didn't like the um, the tall, dumb brother guy. Or was he a cousin? Jethro. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forget exactly their relationships to each other, but um, it just endlessly tickled my dad. So all of that is to say, sometimes he would go and he would like get whatever we'd requested. But, you know, you go to Blockbuster, if there's no video behind the case, yeah. if the video ain't there. Um, it's so funny to think that that's how we consumed media back then. Can I just interrupt you for one second and say that like everything you're saying though brings back such fond memories. Yeah. And that idea of having like this the scarcity and then sure. as I got older then I could... I remember once or twice my talking my parents into letting me rent like an NES cartridge that I could play for a week, and like I love that so much. And I we have like two, we I think we have three working video stores still in Seattle, and one has officially become a nonprofit. We live between two of them. Yeah. Um. And the other day I was thinking, you know, I should support these businesses, so I went to Scarecrow Video, which is an institution here. Mm-hmm. Um. And I rented two DVDs. One was a new release, but it was an old documentary. So I only had that for two days. And the other was a regular release, and I had that for seven days. I watched half of the documentary, fell asleep, had to return it a day late. I'm going to be charged for that. And I never watched the other movie that I had for seven days. And, like, I don't mind. I'm glad that I gave them a donation. I, I would give them just a donation to stick around anyway. Do you but, have that little that little microphone? Oh, I you know, I was trying to. Were you going to do the? Oh, I erased my oh. sound on it. Um, but you're gonna make them an <laughs> sound. Yeah, no, I felt I felt really bad. I felt like, oh God, I'm returning both of these. I returned them on two different days, and I was like, I didn't watch either one. Yet I wish I could. It, part of me wants to go back to that model because you have to be more selective and you have to structure your watching around it. But what do we do during that week that I had that DVD? We just watched whatever was on Netflix, you know. Yeah. So anyway, sorry to interrupt, but well, so once my dad was out getting getting a movie, and whatever we had requested either wasn't there or quote wasn't there, <laughs> um, and he comes back with the funny thing happened on the way to the forum, and like he's the he's the only one, and it's this very like body, you know, it's set in ancient Roman times, and it's a lot of like, you know, as it, it sort of in the way that I think Roman comedy was it's like very body and and physical and a lot of like bodily bodily eruptions and what really but not inappropriate for kids well probably i mean like probably a lot of sex jokes probably a lot of it went over our heads oh i had no idea but i just remember my mother being like 
Because he just thought, oh, I'm doing well. I'm bringing home a goddamn musical. Right. Right. Probably thought I would like. like check, I wouldn't know it like that. Check the musical box with my mom. But like also it'd be like it was just like a rip roaring good time. Like right. Like body uh, broad humor. And, and just, you were old enough to to realize that your mom was uncomfortable with the sexual content. It's or not the, that she was uncomfortable with it. She just thought it was probably dumb as hell. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it dumb as hell? I, I mean, I don't like I think musicals, it's an acquired so I, taste. I can't tell good from bad, or I don't know anything about it. It's that. kind of a classic, but it's like a classic from another era, you know? Like, it would it would feel extremely dated, and I shudder to think about the sexual politics. <laughs> well, but it's just a lot of, like, farce. It's a farce. This whole this whole thing is a farce. <laughs> Here's David again. Something for mother, something for father, something for everyone at her feet today. And the song um, from A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum is Comedy Tonight. This version uh, is performed by none other than Jason Alexander, a.k.a. George Costanza. Familiar, something peculiar, something for everyone, a comedy tonight. Something appealing, something appalling, something for everyone, a comedy tonight. Nothing with King. You guys should see Genevieve right now. She's got like ketchup bottles, she's squirting all over the place. There's, it's body and gross and yeah. liquid in here. My giant phallus is exposed. <laughs> Anyway, I would have never made that connection. And also, I would have, I had no, I, I just I just thought all musicals were the same. Well, in a way they are, but then in other ways they're all different. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got for you guys today. Uh, kind of a short show, two weeks in a row. Well, we'll thank you uh, for putting it together. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun, and we'll, uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, until then, let's get out of here. <laughs> And thank you, Nate, for basically producing our show for us. Yeah. This is Genevieve's pick for music out. <laughs> Shana, 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 you, Shana, you know what you have to do. It almost sounded like you said, oh, oh Shana jingle, but I guess <laughs> um, Everyone else, if you, even if you are not Shauna... Please call the Facebook. Uh, please call the Facebook. Call please, the Facebook please line. Please call the voicemail line. 607-444-5597. And we have a Facebook group. Uh, look for After These Messages Show on Facebook. And it's a it's a fun little uh, group of people. It is people, very fun. And you should join. I have to ask a couple of very simple questions. Did I say ask or answer? And you said ask, but, but you meant answer. All you have to do is ask us three <laughs> questions. If we can answer uh, <laughs> two of them, then you're a member. And you can email us at After These Messages Show at Gmail. Oh, we're out of music. We're out of music. It was a short little. It was a short one. It was a shoddy. All right. Well, let's get out of here, and we'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Great, Ray. That's a wrap.